Give him thanks. Give him glory for bringing you into his presence this morning. Father, we thank you. Lord, we appreciate you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Jesus, we thank you. Your word says, Blessed is the man that thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee. He shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house. Lift your voice and say, Lord, satisfy me this morning with the goodness of your house. Father, we give you glory. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. In the name of Jesus. Just before we take our seat, we are going to pray. The Bible speaking in Psalm 94 and verse 1. He said, O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth. O God, to whom vengeance belongeth, show thyself. He said, lift up thyself, thou judge of the earth. Render a reward to the proud. He said, Lord, how long shall the wicked, how long shall the wicked triumph? Praise the Lord. So we are going to pray for the church. This church is expected to double by November 29th. I didn't hear your amen. So we are going to lift up our voice and say, Father, every opposition from the gate of hell against the doubling of this church by 29th of November, Lord, destroy them. Let them be crushed. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, you said I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Father, every opposition against the doubling of this church by November 29 father let them be crushed father let them be crushed in the name of jesus crush every opposition against the doubling of this church by November 29 in the name of jesus we come against them we come against them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. In the name of Jesus Christ. Secondly, we are going to pray again. We are going to say, all forces responsible for family and marital bliss, let them be destroyed. Are you ready to pray that prayer? Lift up your voice. Every force from the pit of hell responsible for every marital and family crisis, let them be destroyed. Every family and marital crisis, Father, every family and marital crisis, Father, you have ordained marriage for enjoyment and not for crisis. You have put the family together. For enjoyment and not for crisis. Father, we come against in this covenant day of vengeance. Father, we come against every marital, every family crisis in our midst. We say no. We say no. We say no. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we appreciate you. Blessed be your holy name.
In Jesus' most precious name. Now you have prayed for the church. You have prayed for others. Now it's time to pray for yourself. The Bible says, Sin, it is a good thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. So what is that thing that you want God to avenge for you this morning? Lift up your voice and pray. Father, on this covenant day of vengeance, show yourself on my behalf, in my family, in my career. Father, whosoever that has refused to let me go, Father, today an end has come. Father, today an end has come. Father, today an end has come. In the name of Jesus, O God of vengeance, show yourself on my behalf. Show yourself on the behalf of my family. In the name of Jesus, enough, enough. Today marks the end of whosoever that will not let me go. In the name of Jesus, Father, I put them down. I send them to the grave. Whosoever that has said, I will not go forward. Father, they will go down for me today. They will go down for me today. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' most precious name we are prayed. In the name of Jesus. Put those blessings together for Jesus. You may please be comfortably seated. It's my year of breaking limits. I want to deeply appreciate God and his servant, our father, for this awesome privilege to bring us the second word in this service. And I'll be taking part 3B of this teaching series that God's servant began with us. You and I know what the prophetic focus is. Praise facilitates fulfillment of prophecy. And it's taken from Romans chapter 4 verse 17 to 20. And our teaching series all throughout this month has been understanding how praise facilitates fulfillment of prophecies. Understanding how praise facilitates fulfillment of prophecy. If praise facilitates, if praise facilitates fulfillment of prophecy, then what should we understand? We need to understand how praise does it. It's very important to understand that prophecies are very crucial in the life of a believer. A man without prophecy is not safe. A man or a woman without prophecy walking in your life, you are not safe. The end result of every prophecy is in its manifestation. And so prophecies are instruments of change of the story of any man or any woman, any believer who dares to believe. So let's not assume this morning what are prophecies. Understand that prophecies are not things that you determine before by what has happened in the past. Prophecies are not things like there are a lot of people, their job you have the meteorologists, what they do, they predict weather. Praise the Lord. 
And most of the time, their predictions might come to pass or it will not come to pass. Praise the Lord. There are some people that predict matches, results of matches. That is not what we are talking about. Such calculations more often than not fails. Praise the Lord. But it's important for us to know that prophecies are not psychological predictions. They are the unveiling of the divine purpose and plan of God. Prophecies are not psychological predictions. They are the unveiling of divine plan and purpose of God. Ezekiel chapter 12 verse 21. The Bible says, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Son of man, what is their proverb that ye have in the land of Israel? Saying, The days are prolonged, and every vision faileth. Tell them, therefore, just said the Lord God, I will make this proverb to cease, and they shall be no more use it as a proverb in Israel. But say unto them, The days are at hand, and the effect of every vision. For there shall be no more any vain vision, nor flattering divination within the house of Israel. And we've heard, if prophecies are not psychological predictions, if they are the unveiling of the divine plan from God, all through the month we've heard that there are two ways that prophecies come. One, through the scriptures, according to Second Peter chapter 1, verse 19, it says, for we have a more sure word of prophecy. He said, We are unto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn, and the day star arising in your heart. So there is always what to do. He said, Take heed to see God comes what comes to coming to pass in our life. The prophecy you don't take heed to cannot deliver to you. It can't deliver in your life. Psalm 119, verse 89. He said, Forever, O God, thy word is settled. He said, My covenant will I not break. Psalm 84, 89, verse 34. Nor alter anything that has gone out of my lips. Prophecies are covenants. We had that powerfully in the first service. So, prophecies can also come from the mouth of his servant. Send our way. God's chosen prophets. And thank God we have a prophet over us in this commission. Elijah, for example, Elijah told that man in 1 Kings, 2 Kings chapter 7. You read that story from verse 1 to 20. That man was a knowledgeable man. Elijah told me, knowledgeable man, hear this. Minister of Agriculture, hear this. I am telling you that by this time tomorrow, this is going to happen. And the man doubted Elijah the prophet. And said, and Elijah said, you doubt this, then you will see it with your eyes, but you will not partake of it. Praise the Lord. So that man attempted to stand on the way of the prophetic word that the servant of God brought. In other words, he was analyzing what God has said. Praise the Lord. One of the prophecies that went ahead of us this year, God's servant told us, Last year, that 5,000 churches will be planted. And it came to pass. This year, he told us that this is a year to watch. And he said, 10,000 churches will be planted. And before our very eyes, God did not only plant for himself 10,000 churches. 
he added extra 400 churches on top of it. Praise the Lord. So that is an indication that, and that seems to be the most difficult among the prophecies for the year. That is an indication that whatever God has said concerning you this year, just like that one came to pass like a dream of the night, even in the midst of pandemic, whatever God has said concerning you this year, it will come to pass like a dream of the night. In the name of Jesus, before Shiloh 2020, all prophecies concerning you will come to pass in the name of Jesus. So when God says a thing, is committed to bring it to pass. Whenever God says something, just suspend your brain, suspend your intellect because you don't have the capacity. Praise the Lord. Don't use your little brain to calculate what God can do. You are a poor man now. People have called you poor. But his word says you will lend to nations. You are a tenant now. He said you will build goodly houses. You are jobless now. God's word said you will be an employer of labor. People have mocked you. They have called you barren now. He said you will become a joyful and joyful mother and father of nations. In the name of Jesus. They have said you are single. We will marry this one. But I have good news for you. Before Shiloh 2020, your lifetime partner is showing up. In the name of Jesus. So you must understand that no human hand can fulfill a divine agenda. No human hand. No human hand. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5. He said, Thus said the Lord, Cause me the man that trusted in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departed from the Lord. For it shall be like the heat in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness. In the salt, in a salt land, and not inhabited. So God said, "This is what I want to do." By His arm, is able to bring it to pass. If God, for instance, have said He will supply all your need according to His riches in glory, why do you need to look up unto a man? What do you do? You look up to God, because He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all you ask nor think. Ephesians chapter three, verse twenty. So you don't need to look up to man. When God speaks, don't think of man. Think of God himself who is able to perform that which he has spoken. God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Praise the Lord. Praise Master Jesus. Listen, God did not call you and I to doubt him. He didn't call us to doubt what he has said. He only invited us to believe. And when you believe, his arm and his hand is able to perform it. I see God performing all that he has said concerning you. In the name of Jesus. Understand that only the hand of God can fulfill his word in our lives. First Kings chapter 8 and as verse 16. 24 first. He said, who has kept with his servant David my father that thou promised him thou speakest also with thy mouth and has fulfilled it with thy hand as it is this day. And in 1 Kings chapter 8 verse 15, the Bible says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who spake with his mouth unto David my father, Solomon speaking, and hath with his hand fulfilled it. God is under obligation 
to perform what he has promised in our lives. He said his word will not return unto him void, but it has accomplished that which he sent it. He said, and every word of God, when you receive it, it will prosper. Isaiah 55 verse 11. Praise the Lord. It will take the hand of God to fulfill the word of God. But in between, there must be someone believing. In between, you must be believing. God does nothing except in response to our faith. Praise Master Jesus. He said, except the Lord build a house. Psalm 127 verse 1 and 2. Thy labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchmen wicked but in vain. He said, it is vain for you to rise up early and to sit up late to eat the bread of sorrows. For he giveth his beloved sleep. Praise the Lord. Every prophecy that you have had, they will come to pass. And you will, have, you will find rest. In the name of Jesus. Remember God speaks according to his authority, not our inability. Not our ability at all. Praise the Lord. Remember the story of the centurion servant. In Matthew chapter 8, from verse 8 to 13. His servant was sick. He came to Jesus. And Jesus said, go, I will come. He said, no, don't come. I'm a man under authority. I'm a man, a responsible man. I have servants all, all across and all around. I saw to this one, go, and they go. I saw to this one, come, and they come. But you don't need to come. Just speak the word only. And the Bible says, Jesus said he has not had such great faith. Not in Israel. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says, hear this. That man had the word. That's where the responsibility comes in. For you and I. We just have to key in in receiving the word. The centurion servant keyed in. He received the word. He believed the word. And not only that, when Jesus spoke, he believed that what Jesus has said will come to pass. And the Bible said, at the end of the day, verse 13, And Jesus said, Go thy way, as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed that self same hour. Praise the Lord. So God speaks according to his authority. Whatever he says he will do, he's able to perform it. But until a prophetic word is received, it never gets fulfilled. Until a prophetic word is... Remember that Second Peter chapter 2, chapter 1 verse 19 that we read. The Bible says, we also having a sure word of prophecy. We are on the do it. He said that ye take heed. So until you receive the word, it will never turn to flesh. I received the word in Exodus chapter 23, verse 25 and 26. He said, and I will serve the Lord thy God. And the Lord thy God will bless my bread and my water. And he will take sickness away from the midst of thee. I have good news for you. For years, I've never been found on the hospital bed. Because I am serving God. I received that word. He said, he sent them forth. He said, none of them was feeble in the land. He said, he brought them out with silver and gold. Praise the Lord. Because they were going to serve him. Anytime you engage and you enroll in what God has said, God will manifest himself in your life. The prophetic word you don't receive will never work for you. Remember in Luke chapter 8, he said the seed is the word of God. 
And until the word is received in the good heart, the heart is the good and honest ground. And when it is received with patience, then it brings forth results. I want to wonder, there are people in this church now that are here that are completely oblivious of what we are doing in this commission. It's strange, but none of you will be like that. In the name of Jesus. Because if you are a bona fide member of this church, you've heard God's servant say, Operation 10 for Christ. Operation 10 for Christ. How many of us are really engaging? And you are believing God for one thing or the other. And God's servant has told us that our breaking limit prophetic package, the balance, I don't know what you have seen. But if you have not seen it from January to date, he said the balance of it can only be delivered if you have 10 abiding souls in the church. Praise the Lord. It's not just chancing it. It's not just saying it. I tell you, he said this year is a year to watch. Before Shiloh 2020, even before the November 29th, as you begin to engage in ensuring that you have your 10 abiding souls in the house of the Lord, I see God giving you a 360-degree turn, turnaround. A 360-degree turnaround. If that is you, let your amen show it. So it's important for us, don't give up. Tell your neighbor, don't give up. It's never late. It's never late. Remember the 11th hour miracle. Praise the Lord. That man came in Matthew chapter 20. He came to hire servants. He saw one at the third hour. He saw another one at the sixth hour. He saw another one at the ninth hour. At the eleventh hour. At the end of the day, he paid them all the same amount. People have been laboring for you from January to now. If you will only care to engage at this 11th hour, I see God releasing upon you 11th hour miracle. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's the blessing that will be like a wow order of blessing. In the name of Jesus. And remember now, how do you prove that you have received a prophetic word? How do you prove? Every prophetic word you receive provokes bold declaration. Every prophetic word you receive provokes bold declaration. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13. He said, we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is, it is written, I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. So whatever seed of the word you have received, you speak it out boldly. God's servant has told us several. He said, I cannot be sick. He said, I will be the richest man, the richest pastor in the whole world. Praise the Lord. Even when nothing seems to be happening. So if you want, if you know you have received a prophetic word, then you must declare it out boldly. Praise the Lord. Secondly, how do you prove that you have received a prophetic word? Every prophetic word received makes one to be daring in response. Remember the story of Moses in Exodus chapter 7 verse 1? He said, God told him, see, I have made you a prophet over Pharaoh. And the Bible said, Moses, a man that was a fugitive, he ran away from, from Egypt, but he returned to Egypt and he dared Pharaoh. Praise the Lord. So it's important for us to understand now that we need to connect this to praise. 
Hannah's example is what we are looking at. Hannah fulfilled, prophecy was fulfilled in the life of Hannah through praise. Hannah received the prophetic word from Eli, which steered joy and rejoicing in her, and in turn provoked God to fulfill that prophetic word. First Samuel chapter 13, chapter 1, verse 13 to 20. Anna was sad before, but when Eli saw her, he thought she was a woman of a sorrow. He said, No, she was pouring out her heart to God. And when Eli told her, Receive thy petition, the Bible says, As soon as she heard that prophetic word, joy was teared up in her. And as soon as joy was teared up in her, the Bible records that and Elkanah met his wife, Anna, and Anna conceived and bear a son called Samuel. He said, because I have asked him of the Lord. He said, the Lord has remembered him. God remembered Hannah. God will remember you. As you praise God today, God will remember you. So whatever that has held you bound before you came to this service, it is over. It is over. It is over. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Today is also our covenant day of vengeance. Now hear this. We are in the last days, and the last days are days of vengeance. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 and 2. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He, he has sent me to bind up the broken, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prisons to them, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God. So this day, will act for you as the day of vengeance. You see, it's important to know execution of vengeance is one way out to put an end to the wickedness of the wicked. Until vengeance shows up, the enemy may never give up. Our God is a God of vengeance. He told Abraham, I will bless them that bless you. I will curse them that curse you. And remember, you and I are Abraham's seeds. According to Galatians chapter 3 verse 29. He said, if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed. According to the promise. Jesus also cursed. So don't be too spiritual when we want to curse. Praise the Lord. Don't be too what? Spiritual. Jesus, Jesus cursed that fig tree. In the book of Matthew chapter 21 verse 19. He wanted to take fruit. And there was no fruit. It caused the fig tree. Also, the Holy Ghost also causes. Praise the Lord. Remember the story in Acts chapter 13? Apostle Paul, the Bible says, being filled with the Holy Ghost, told Elimas, you shall be blind for a season. So God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost causes. And the Bible says it is a, it is a righteous thing. It is a good thing, according to 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 6, with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. We had that testimony about that sister. She was just on her own. Somebody in her neighborhood decided to afflict her. She said she saw herself in a dream. And a goat was dashing against her. And the sister said she jumped up and she began to pray vengeance prayer. And the ghost smashed his head against the wall. Praise the Lord. And the sister woke up and began to pray vengeance prayer. As she did that, somebody, a neighbor, somebody in the neighborhood walked to her and said, I didn't know that you are not 
ordinary. I was the one that came in form of a goat. That's how wicked the world is. Praise the Lord. Whosoever, whosoever that has before now in your neighborhood, in your office, in your family, that is against you, just like that goat smashed his head, that is how they will smash their head. In the name of Jesus. So we do not only bless, we curse also. We curse. We curse. And we curse everything mocking our glorious destiny in Christ. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, if the wickedness of the wicked comes to an end in your life today. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 149 verse 6 to 9. Psalm 149 studio quickly. He said, let the high praises of the God be in their mouth be of God be as a two-edged sword in their hand. Verse 7, to do what? Execute vengeance. So it is our responsibility to execute vengeance. Go on. And punishment upon the people. Verse 8, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters. Verse 9, to execute vengeance. So it is our responsibility as children of the Most High to execute vengeance. Vengeance that is written against our adversaries. It is our job to execute it. Psalm 94 that we read earlier on. Oh God of vengeance, to whom vengeance belongs. Oh God, to whom show yourself. Every force sitting on any aspect of your destiny. Today, they will be visited with vengeance. In the name of Jesus. More often than none, according to Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 11, he said, because judgment against an evil work is not executed speedily or is delayed, today is your day. Therefore, the heart of the sons of men is fully set to do them evil. And Luke chapter 18 verse 7, he said, and shall the Lord not avenge his elect that cry to him day and night? He said in verse 8, yes, I will avenge them speedily. Therefore, today, there shall be speedy judgment in the camp of your enemies. Anyone that has said you will not graduate, they will go down for you. Anyone that says you will not carry your baby, they will go down for you. Anyone that says over their dead body, you will not marry, they will go down for you. Any force from the pit of hell walking against your health, your business, your career, your family. I see judgment answering in their camp in the name of Jesus. From today, any throne that troubles you comes under the judgment of God. In Jesus' name. Understand who you are. You are a touch-not identity. That is who you are. You are a touch-not entity. He said, he that touches you, touches the apple of his eyes. That's what God says. And he said, he will recompense tribulation. There was this sister, another testimony. She was having several miscarriages. Not knowing that there was a demonic woman that was monitoring her. Anytime she calls her, she will say, how are you? She will say, it is well. Oh. Praise the Lord. And she attended a service like this. And God's servant said in that service, our father, Bishop David Rebop, he said, if she calls you again, if anybody asks you how far, just answer, God has done it. 
And this demonic woman was monitoring this woman. And that day again, she came back from service and the woman called her. And as she called her, she said, God has done it. That demonic woman shouted, my chest, my chest, my chest. And that was how she gave up. Praise the Lord. Exodus chapter 22 verse 11. It says, suffer not the witch to live. Because if you allow them to live, they will not allow you to go forward. Yes, there is the mercy of God. But God has said, we should call for the death of the witch or the wizard. Execute judgment, vengeance, and free yourself. By that testimony of that demonic woman, every agent of the devil bewitching your life and destiny goes down today. Every demonic load and planting that the enemy has put upon you comes to an end today. In the name of Jesus. Listen, the devil has had a field day upon your life. Thank God and that's why you are in this service. Because you are going free today. You are going free today. In the name of Jesus. Whatever force that is still holding you captive. Cash. You are going free today. But understand, but the high praises is an instrument that we use to engage and invoke vengeance in the camp of our enemy. Like we had in Psalm 149 verse 6. So please understand that when we praise God, just like we had in the first service, don't praise God psychedelically. Do it. Praise God's servant in the house. Eh? Praise that will not move you, will not move God. Praise the Lord. So when we stand up to praise, praise as if you are the only one there. Praise the Lord. In Isaiah 49 verse 29, he says, Shall the prey be taken away from the mighty or the loved will captive delivered? He said, but thus said the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with them that contend with you, and I will save your children. I will feed them that oppress you with their own flesh, and they shall be drunken with their own blood as a sweet wine. And all flesh shall know that I, the Lord, am thy Savior, thy Redeemer, thy mighty one of Jephthah. So no matter where the captivity is coming from, whether you did it knowingly, or unknowingly whatever you are going through I tell you today you are declared free you are declared free in the name of Jesus so quickly what does it take for the vengeance of God to answer in our life new birth you must be born again you must make declarations in faith bold declarations in faith number three you must enter into a covenant to serve God service is one of the ways that you can be free and also in this service is our anointing service. So amongst other things that the anointing will do for us, the anointing is the yoke-destroying power of God. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. And it shall come to pass in that day. And today is that day. He said that the burden shall be taken away from thy shoulder. And the yoke shall be destroyed from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Praise the Lord. The anointing also empowers us to serve God. We go out for God excitedly. We go out of God without looking back. Delightly, not grudgingly, excitedly. Now they have said we have morning and evening raids, even Sunday raids. As you are going out, you are excited. You are, we are very privileged in this communion. Hallelujah. Because diverse opportunities await us and your own blessings shall not elude you in the name of Jesus. 
God is in a haste to bless someone here. If that is you, let your amen show it. Also, in the anointing is the healing power of God. He said, how God anointed Jesus Christ, Acts chapter 10, verse 10, with Holy Ghost and with power. He said, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed for God was with him. The anointing is the spirit and the power of God. We saw that in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13. Finally, the anointing connects us to the oil of joy. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed this morning? Put those blessings together for Jesus. Finally, if you are here and you are not born again, you've had God's word and you are not born again, or you are born again and you decided to backslide, I would like to pray with you. Remember, God is not permitted to execute vengeance on your behalf. Why? If you are not his own elect. He said he will only avenge for his elect that cry to him day and night. So if you are not elect, his elect, it's time for you to say, Jesus, I come unto you. Maybe that challenge with your job, with your finances, in your career, in your marital life, is as a result of this. So if you are there and you want to give your life to Christ, put your left hand on your chest and pray this prayer with me. Anywhere you are, just put your left hand on your chest. I'll pray with you. Anywhere you are, put your left hand on your chest. Say with me, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I know I am a sinner. Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, today, I ask that you remove my name from the book of death. Write my name in the book of life. From today, I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. All things are passed away and everything has become new. Thank you, Jesus, for accepting me in Jesus' mighty name. If you pray that prayer with me, rise up on your feet. Congregation, are we excited? Make your way to the altar. If you pray this prayer with me, rise up on your feet. Come to the altar quickly. Jesus wants to save you. You have suffered enough. It's time to say no to the devil. Congregation, are we excited? Put your hands together for Jesus. Rise up on your feet. Wherever you are, as you are coming, keep coming, keep coming. Wherever you are coming from, keep coming. Keep coming. Jesus wants to save you. Jesus wants to rescue you. Congregation, are we putting our hands together for Jesus?